There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome everybody to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, here on Tuesday. Yeah, that's right, it's Tuesday, so I don't know what that means. I was just saying it. Uh, guys, uh, happy uh, Indictment Day. I know that that's uh, you guys had your Ukrainian war being ended and uh, J.P. Morgan financing the rebuilding of Ukraine. I know you guys had your decorations all up last week for that. Oh, you guys didn't hear about that? Yeah, uh, J.P. Morgan's already gone in, and uh, uh, there's a couple other little banks in there doing some billion a billion dollar deals in there getting the old uh, reconstruction bank set up so hey you know that's all part of that that'll be just fine so don't worry about that but happy indictment day guys this is what we do now and uh i don't know we just do this about every couple weeks and it's actually really fantastic now i want to ask you guys a quick question here and and, and this is this is a, a little bit tongue-in-cheek but i think this is actually a factual question to ask here so now we've had the, the their uh, your the local uh, legacy media was given the uh, you know indictments uh, you know Mr. Trump was indicted for using campaign contributions paid out of his company by a company that he didn't own to a person who didn't receive the money who ended up having to pay him uh, let's see we're going to indict him for that that was New York that cost New York two hundred million dollars just to shut the city da- city down for about five to six hours. That doesn't include all the investigative power and all the other things that they did for the, that extended period of time. But then we go on to the other one, and now we got Fulton County because I need to find 11,000 votes. That's that right there, guys. I just committed a, an election in, uh, felony. I need to find 11,000 votes. I uh, that uh, that's me. Uh, that uh, I just guys. That was me committing felony election fraud right there. I'm defrauding your election. You guys should have me hung immediately. Because I have said it now twice. Let's do it one more time. I need to find 11,000 votes. No, that's a third time. So is that three different uh, charges? Is that how that works? So every time I say it, it's an additional felony charge from Fulton County? Is this this lady going to come and arrest me now, do a two-year investigation, and then do a grand jury that takes like two hours to do and then suddenly find an indictment against Trump? See, my problem with this whole thing is, guys, is that this, when I'm, and here's the question. I know I did a lot of pre-questioning, you know, explanation stuff. But here's the thing. If, if everything's illegal, then there's nothing left but disobedience. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you here. These people are throwing out indictments. And so let me ask you, if I said Jim Price is under indictment. Do you guys, would that even like bother you? Like, does it change your opinion of me? Jim Price has been indicted today. Breaking news. Oh, yep, Jim Price is indicted today on election fraud. Would you guys even, would it even begin to change the needle of the barometer of how you felt or what you believed in me? Well, Jim Price, uh, Jim Price's company that he used to own paid a check to somebody but then that person, uh, yeah, he, he was indicted for that. I mean, what I'm trying to point out to you is, is, does the word indictment have gravity anymore? 
Does the word does the word DOJ or Department of Justice or the judicial system actually cause you to pause and reverence to think about their power that they hold? Are they, are they are they actually gaining a moral ground inside of your head to say, listen, they're doing the right thing by the right people for the right reasons? You're like, ow. Oh. Wow, I am amazed at how they are so professional in their abilities to do these things. Are you? Is that what you guys are doing? You're not. You're not. It's the boy who cried wolf. Wolf, wolf, wolf. Well, we all come running. Oh, it's just an indictment. Oh, well, all right. Well, maybe next time it'll be important. Wolf, wolf, wolf. I sound like an idiot, don't I? Um, <laughs> you can you can laugh at me. I do. I laugh at myself a lot. It's okay. Um, but again, oh, maybe come running, right? We all come running because we heard the wolf cry, right? Woof, woof, woof. This is so dumb. I, I've got to stop doing this. All right. So anyway, I'm going to keep doing it. Um, so we all come running. And then we're all looking around going, what, what is it? What is it? What is it? Oh, it's an indict. Oh, a gr- oh you said grand jury indictment this time. Oh, it's a grand jury indictment. Thanks for bringing us along. Everybody go back to what you were doing. And then we go back to what we're doing. And then, here we go again. Woof! <laughs> Woof. <laughs> I just... All right, I'm... Uh, I'm right, okay, serious. this is serious, guys. Come on, we're serious here. Uh, so we all come running. And then what do we have now? Oh, Fulton County, the lady who was actually elected and sponsored by George Soros doesn't like Trump, and went to the grand jury and got an indictment. Okay, thanks for letting us know. Do you think there'll be more of these? Well, yeah, there's always more wolves, wolves, wolves. Okay, we'll come running. It'll be better next time. But it's not. But it's not. I mean, this is literally the problem we're having here, is that we this discussion of the fact that 19 Republicans, including Donald Trump, which rounded out to a nice even 20, 20 people are indicted on this uh, this here co-conspiracy. Yeah, that's right. These guys have got RICO acts going. They're drug-dealing wackos. We're going to get them on the Samaritan law that they're all part of it, and they should have stopped him from saying the words, I need 11,000 votes. Guys, I'm going to get a shirt made, and I can do this. I can get this done, actually. If you guys want this, um, uh, you know, just get a shirt that says, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking for 11,000 votes. Are you going to arrest me, too? You know, I'm looking for 11,000 votes. Is this a felony? But see, the problem is you're going to have to know the inside joke that somebody's out there yelling, woof, woof, woof. <laughs> it gets getting better and better in it. Um, but we, the thing is, is that, okay, so she told us two years ago, I will do everything in my power to bring Donald J. Trump to my justice system to serve justice for the American people. I'm an American, and I don't feel like you're doing much of a job for anybody. I know that you're out there, you know, prosecuting, persecuting. I'm sorry, excuse me. I used the wrong word, prosecute. I did not mean to use that word. You've been out there persecuting people for process crimes for your entire career. So why not do another process crime in the fact that there was no... Who is the victim in this? I'm looking for 11,000 votes. You guys heard the audio. I've heard the audio. You guys, it's out there. 
Eleven. I am looking for eleven thousand votes. You're a felon. We'll get a grand jury to do this. You, 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 you. Yeah. So um, this is a this is a thing, guys. So if you say the word eleven thousand votes over and over again, um, you're going to be a felon. And Fulton County will you give you to the twenty fifth to get your butt over there to turn yourself in. If not, we're going to come and get you. You know what? What happens if they do that? Let's say, let's say, um, okay, let's go through the list of uh, co-conspirators, including that guy, Donald J. Trump. All right, Trump, Rudy, Mark Meadows, John Eastman, Jeff Clark, Ma, uh, Mike Roman, David Schaefer, Kenneth uh, Chespo, uh, Jenna Ellis, Ray Smith, Robert uh, Cheesley, uh, Chesley, Ah, we'll go move on. We'll just, you know how I'm good. English is my first language. I'm still practicing. Sean Steele, Stephen Lee, uh, Stephon, is it Stephon Lee or Stephen Lee? Uh, Harrison Floyd, Travin, I don't know, have you heard of these people? Tra- uh, Trayvon, uh, Sydney Powell, I've heard of her, Kathleen Latham, yeah, Scott Hale, and Misty Hayes. So, Misty Hayes, I guess all these people were on the exact same phone call saying the exact same thing, except the only person that we heard was Trump. So all these people are guilty because of their association. So they're all going to get the same charges. This will be fun. So these all these people are going to walk in, and uh, we're, we're going to do this whole uh, arraignment thing, right? So we're going to do the whole circus of Fulton County. My problem is, is that, remember, we haven't seen one mugshot for Trump. We haven't seen one fingerprint card for Trump. We haven't seen any, one actual in where he was actually brought into the prison system of the counties that he supposedly had been arraigned in. He hasn't been on the federal logs. He hasn't been on the county logs and on the state logs. Nobody can find where a Donald John Trump was arrested. See, this is where it's all just a, it's just all song and dance. Just like the guy in 2018 who was sending pipe bombs to all the Democrat officials Oh, you guys remember that 2018 midterm elections? Remember, oh, Donald Trump is a threat because his wacko right-wingers are sending pipe bombs and Nancy Pelosi and George Soros and Hillary Clinton. Oh, oh, I tremble. I grasp my my pearls and and fear. Well, that guy was never arrested, arraigned, or tried for these crimes. And uh, remember, he was arrested in Florida, and they showed that Dodge van with all the Trump stickers all over the sides and the back and all that. Remember that Trump van? <clears throat> Excuse me, and that's exactly what would they wanted us to believe that there was someone out there. See, this is all that sympathy ploy. But I've actually talked to the authorities. There has been no man arrested, tried, or anything for a pipe bomb scheme in 2018. Never happened. Oh, the news did. The news put on the theatrics. They put up all the stuff. They even showed the house where they pulled the van from. Just like the guy who had the RV in front of the storage facility for the Dominion Voting Systems. Remember that? That guy who blew up? Yeah. All right, guys. A commercial break coming up here at WYSL. Don't go nowhere. I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to WYSL, your Dark Delight show here on Tuesday. Yeah, that's Tuesday. And remember, it's WYSL. WYSL. That's us. All right. Well, anyway, guys, just uh, listen. Yeah, this whole thing—it's—it's it's taking away. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here. It does not take away the authority 
I mean, doesn't it take it away that, that when you when you think of your judicial system, are you not thinking that it's just all big cry wolf? I mean, you want me, you want, okay, <clears throat> okay, stop for a second, stop, okay? I know you're you're going off in your head, you're like, Jimmy, you need to obey the laws, this is, this is serious, Mr. Trump has done things that are not, they're not in the best interest of the people, and these people are just trying to make the world a better place. All right, let me do this, guys. If you took Donald Trump out of Mar-a-Lago and you stuck him in a, 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 a jail cell for the rest of his life, what does that change on this earth? I mean, other than the fact that you know one of the guys, one of the greatest you know political fighters I think we've seen in, in historical times, will be silenced. But I think honestly, I don't think they get it. I think if you put him in jail, it ain't gonna end so well for the rest of you. I think the I think there's gonna be a little bit of a problem. But even if you did, let's say we all agreed, 360 million or 330 million or I don't know how many immigrants we have now, so it could be 400 million. Um, what if, if we all decided, you know what? Yeah, this Donald Trump's a problem. He is obviously, he needs to be, he needs to have some discipline. We need to set him down, cool his jets a little bit. Let's just go ahead and, and convict him of the 400 years and sentence him to that. No consecutives or no, uh, everything's consecutive sentencing. No, no, uh, good time served. No, none of that stuff. We're just going to just give him a hard time. So that means that he'll spend the rest of his life period in jail. What did that really change? What did it really change? Does it does it change whether you had a green light or a red light? Does it change whether you paid the mortgage or you didn't? I mean, the thing is, is if you want to say, you know, really in reality, no, but in a lot of ways, you're paying a lot more now for your mortgage than you ever have in your entire life. I mean, I have I'm pay, I'm, I'm I'm paying more interest now on my on my on my mortgage than I ever paid in my entire life. Yet, 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 so people don't see the that that's not a, that's not related to Trump. It's absolutely thing everything to do with it. Let me give you some correlation to what this means. America produces more oil than any other country on Earth. Okay, listen to what I just said. America produces more oil than any other country on Earth. Still, even though the pedo in chief has done what he's done, but you're still paying twice to three times more for gas than you did just a couple of years ago. Guys, when we think about these things, yes, it has. This has nothing to do with him. It has everything to do with you. And they're coming for you. But what have they done to their authority? What have they done? If you're one of your children, one of your children, you said, hey, you can't do that. But you let your other child do it. Eventually, that child's going to look at you and go, you don't have an authority because you let that person do it. And I don't can't do it. And he, that, even though that's my brother over there or my sister, I don't respect you any, any longer. I don't respect you in the way that you're an authority. Because you don't have consistency, you don't have transparency, and your and your integrity is shot. So what am I? What I'm asking you is, when the next time you see the red and blue, flashy, flashy, ding, 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 go on there and whoop, 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 you hear all that? Honestly, do they have that same respect? When you hear somebody says, "Well, Judge so and so made a decision today to." Do you feel like the judicial system is something you should get excited about their decision making skills? Do you feel like that there, there's a there, you feel like that you're you're seeing that the people who actually people like George Floyd who are actually out there committing felonies and held a gun to a pregnant woman's belly and held her hostage actually held her hostage kidnapped her that individual was revered and has a brass statue somewhere but yet we're being told that because someone 
Someone said they wanted 11,000 votes. Hey, can you find 11,000 votes? Here's the question. It's kind of a loaded question. Can you find them? And if you do, well, that's on you, partner. Where did you find 11,000 votes? And anybody who's in the middle of an election going, listen, I just got to have 11,000 votes to to, to win this election. Let's go find them. Let's make sure that we've done everything we can to check all the boxes, to check everything we can, run all the numbers, double-check the math on everything. What is wrong with that statement? Tell me how go and find me 11,000 votes is actually a problem for you at at any level and how that is a crime unless you want it, unless you want it, unless you want it to be a crime. So you have to want it to be a crime, to be a crime, because you know that's – it's ludicrous, right? It absolutely makes no sense on any planet that you can think of in the starry skies, right? Nothing, Nothing makes sense to that. But yet they're trying to convince us that the wolves are coming. They're trying to convince us that this is this is real, and this is the justice system that they are trying to maintain, you know, a balance so that you, you know, you can feel safer. They're trying to create a balance in, in, in this nature of ours and show you that, well, they're out there doing their job, and they're being really, really good at it. But are they? Are they being really good at it? Is this really what you think it is? See, my problem is, folks, is I... Again, I okay. I've told you I have a problem with the the three letter agencies that cross the board. There are three letter agencies I'm still finding out about, quote unquote, law enforcement agencies that really kind of scare me. The fact that I have secret, I have secret law enforcement agencies within my federal government who have authority to shoot me and not be held accountable because you one, first of all, how would you know who they were to find them to make them accountable? They're invisible. But when I have a problem with my FBI and my NSA and my CIA and all the other three-letter agencies, and including the ATF and, and you know, FEMA and the EPA and all these other overreaching bureaucracies that have no authority over me whatsoever but have, have the authority, they don't have authority if you hold them accountable to how the law is written, but at the court of public opinion, they have authority. And see, even though the Supreme Court told the EPA that you have, no, you have no jurisdiction in the states, the EPA still exists in your state. Because they're like, yeah, we know. Thanks for telling us. We're moving on. And no one's holding them accountable. Well, like, like, no, Jim, the thin blue line, that's the only thing that keeps us safe. Then well, you know what really would have actually, well, you know what keeps you safe, guys? Do you actually know what makes this world, and I'm, and I'm sure this is going to curl some hair out there and somebody's going to have a problem. But I have, I have watched this, and I've watched this, and I've watched it. In fact, I've lived this. As a child, I understand what this means, but I'm going to tell you right now. This is, guys, I have looked at everything in our society, including the people who have this, these, uh, these really self-centered, selfish ways. The biggest problem they have is they didn't have a father in their life that actually was held, account- held them accountable for their behaviors. Fathers actually make people better. And that's not that's not even including like saying that well when you're younger when under the age of six, fathers make you better until the day that you die, because your father's your father's input into you does affect your discerning. And if you guys want to fix all this, and I know this sounds way too far of a leap, way too big of a stretch, that it could be this far away from this topic of looking for eleven thousand votes as a federal you know, election crime indictment or whatever thingy 
that to say get fathers back in the home is the answer to all this, Jim, that is a stretch I cannot imagine. Well, it's not a stretch at all, guys. See, here's the thing. If we're all participating and doing as we should, oh, I got a sneeze coming on. If we're doing everything we should, then the same thing is, is we're going to have, Ooh, excuse me, uh, <laughs> had to hit the button there. Uh, if we're doing everything we could as fathers, and fathers are in there participating in their child's life, that child has discernment and has a moral barometer that tends to be one that treats people with equality but also understands fairness, right from wrong, understands that you know that struggle actually makes you better, just like gravity makes you look like you do. I've had this conversation with you guys. But fathers actually push back. They create the word no in children's lives. We talked about this. The government, dogs, and children need to be told no often. We know that. And that's what I'm saying right now, guys. You see this. What, is, what does Trump talk about when he, when he gets nostalgic about things? He'll talk about his father. Or he'll talk about his mother. He'll talk about his family, right? Because that's where his decision-making process is original, originally come from. The, the, the very spark of him it comes from. But for him, you know, he's had to buffer up against a lot of other things. But you can still see his father's touch. You can still see the family's touch. Oh, yeah, life has changed him and, and you know, chipped off the, the sharp corners. And he's had to, to bristle his way through life. But in reality, folks, the things that we talk about, when you think of a man in your life, everybody's like, we hear demonizing men. Honey, I shrunk the kids. I'm a dumb scientist. I don't know how to do things. You know, society tells you that men are dumb. But in reality, a lot of what we're facing right now is the fact that we don't have strong fathers in our homes. And the fact that our country has accelerated into the path of communism this fast, the path of Marxism this fast, the path of tyranny this fast, shows you that in the 1970s when we started killing babies and we started separating fathers from the home and fathers from their children, you can see the destruction of our, our country and accelerated like a, like a bullet out of the barrel. It was so fast. It, 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 it's unbelievable. If you see the hockey stick of crime, if you see the hockey stick of failure of marriages, if you see the hockey stick of mental disease, you see the hockey stick of uh, transitioning your body into another uh, gender, if you see the hockey stick of the the arrest rates, if you see the, the hockey stick, I mean, on and on and on and on. And I say hockey stick. That's where the graph is going across, and it's just doing the little bubble, 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 like the handle on a hockey stick, and then all of a sudden that thing swoops up, just like old pedo and chief's votes in the middle of the night at 2.30 in the morning. Remember that hockey stick that happened? And he just rushed right past, rushed right past uh, uh, Trump. Remember that whole thing? But if you look at the 1971, the WEF was created. You look at 1971, we went off the silver standard. And a lot of people refer to us as going off the gold standard in the 1970s. Actually, the 1913, we actually, in the 1933, we went off the gold standard. 1933, went off the silver standard. And then we went to the petrodollar, which is a fictitious entity. That's We were just declining or degrading the value of what the currency really was. So they could just start printing it. So anyway, guys... That's our life lessons of the day. All right, I've got a commercial break coming up at WYSL. We'll be back in a minute. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, here. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the lunch hour. 
Unless you guys took your lunch earlier. Do you guys go to lunch at 11 or 12? I mean, I don't know. You guys, uh, it just depends on what your cycle is, right? But uh, remember, we got to keep the fuel in the body. Do we really? I know I went a whole half hour on the whole Trump thing and how we've gotten to where we are, but do we actually have to eat as much as we're supposed to? Like they say three squares a day, you know, the three hots and a cot thing. I don't know. I don't know if we actually uh, should be consuming as many calories we put in our pie hole. Obviously, we're overweight. Hey, Josh, you out there, buddy? What did I just walk into? You know, Jim, oh. I apologize. I was running late. I forgot to sell reception. I live in the middle of the boondocks in Minnesota, and there's, like, no cell reception until, like, I get, like, five minutes from home, and I hit traffic. And, oh. ah, anyways. Anyways, we are here. Jim, thank you so much. And uh, do we eat as much calories as we should? Uh, well, you no, know we what, eat Jim? too many. Well, I no, think we no, eat too I, many. I, exactly. I agree with you. I think we, ate, we, we eat way too many calories. And... You know, if we go back to kind of even just 100 years ago and you look at the proportions of food that people ate, you know, in the mornings, farmers would eat a mass plethora of food. They would eat you know, six eggs, 10 strips of bacon. They would eat everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. But as the day went on, the meals would get smaller and smaller. My grandpa used to tell me that uh, he grew up in Caledonia. Um, mm-hmm. He moved here from Scotland and uh, grew up in Caledonia during the Great Depression. And he said that they would go to bed around 7 p.m. And they would wake up wow. around midnight. And they would have a snack. Really? And they would, they would go about their day. They would go to the, you know, the neighbor's house. They would have a cup of coffee or something. They would chat. They would go into town. And there would be people walking around town at like 1, 2, 3 in the morning. And they would hang out, talk, and then go back to sleep for a few hours and then wake up and go about their day. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting talking to him about it because they didn't eat a lot of food in the sense of proportions. They would eat a very, very, um, I, I would say two handfuls of food is the most what they would eat, typically in a meal. And then throughout the, the day, you know, just a few snacks here and there. And, you know, you're right, Jim, that we don't need much food to survive. And I bet yeah. you could get away with two handfuls of food a day, just a primary protein and maybe a few other things. Right. And you could be full. You also got to remember is our food is way less nutrient-dense than it was 100 years ago. That's true. We eat more volume of food but less quality of it, right? That's right. All right, so hey, uh, did you hear that uh, we're, we have indictment day today? It's a happy indictment day, Josh. Oh, Fulton you know, County. Jim, How did they uh, leak that out so fast? I mean, did they actually like, like, have the cameras in the jury room when they voted it out? You know, Jim, I don't know, but you know, I still got my World War Three decorations up, and <laughs> this, you know, they, they need to make up their mind with things. I still have my World War Three decorations up. I had just taken down my financial collapse decorations. And now, I, I, from looking at Twitter, I got to put up my Civil War decorations. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's real. No, this is what we're doing. We're going back and forth, back and forth. The two man saw on this whole. Uh, well, I, I was talking about in the first half hour. I was thinking that you know they've really lost. Well, the DOJ across this country is really losing credibility every single time they come out with some of these false narratives like this. Uh, I need eleven thousand votes. Oh, that's voter. That's voter. Uh, that's voter integrity. You can't do that. I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, the, the claim, I mean, basically, this is all hinging upon 
that nobody has the ability to contest an election. That that mm-hmm. your First Amendment redress of grievances, that you do not have that right. That that's what this is all about. Is Donald Trump came out and said, "Hey, I, I think there's some problems with the election. Let, let's look through the data. Let's look at what the facts. Let's look at what we know." And they're coming after him for that. And here's the thing: is the whole world sees through it. Even even Democrats are seeing through this. They're seeing that this is political weaponization of the Department of Justice. This is political weaponization of the state. But you want to know the irony of it, Jim? What's that? Donald Trump tried for so long after the election to bring the lawsuits forth, to have the states reinvestigate. You remember Georgia actually did a recount. Remember this? Georgia did a recount. But how did Georgia do the recount? What they do is when you scan the ballots into the tabulator, they give you a receipt that is produced by the tabulators. So a recount is meant to go through, manually go through the ballots and recount the ballots. But in Georgia, what they actually did is they just went and reprocessed the receipts that the tabulators give. They didn't put the ballots through again. They just grabbed the receipts and then counted up and said, nope, everything's good. And Donald Trump said, you can't do that. you gotta, you got to count all the ballots. And they said, this is what we do. This is how we do it. And so here's the thing. Many lawsuits were thrown out. What we're about to see is exactly what Donald Trump wanted. They are putting him on trial, but essentially they are putting the 2020 Georgia election on trial. Jack Smith is putting the whole 2020 election on trial. Discovery, evidence, key witnesses, subpoena power. Do you imagine what this is going to be like when the whole world's watching, it's televised, and all the evidence that you don't even know of yet, all the stuff that is the jaw-dropping, oh my God, I can't believe this, evidence right? that people don't have yet, people haven't seen, and I'm telling you, you haven't seen this evidence yet, comes out. And, and yep. a jury of his peers is going to be like, well... Pretty sure this was election interference, which means that his actions were justified. And if his actions were justified, he's innocent. Right. This is going to be epic. I'm telling you, this is going to be epic. Yeah. Hey, scoot up a little bit. Do your mic there. You're a little echoey. But um, oh. so when you, <laughs> I just want to hear your voice, baby. Um, so you, yeah, when you think about this, I mean, he's going to go in, and I, I still think, and I'm, I'm out on the limb on this one. I'm going to go way out on this one, but I think the birther movement's going to come back around. And you, you remember the birther movement? Do you remember that whole what that was called? What, what that was about? Birther movement. When who those that questioned whether Uncle Barry's birth certificate was accurate or not. Remember, Trump was the lead the lead tip of the spear on that whole thing. He was spending millions of dollars investigating that. Remember that whole thing. So if he's allowed to bring up everything from 2016 election, well, not, why not keep going backwards? Let's do twenty twelve and twenty oh eight as well. And imagine if you could bring up that birther movement part of that. That would be. I mean, we're talking about legitimacy of elections, right? And I don't think – are you limited to topic only when you go to do those depositions? I mean, are they going to say, oh, you can only talk about – no, you can talk about whatever you want. It's your deposition. It's your time. You're paying for it. So I think I think there's going to be a lot more to this when this all comes out. You still there, Josh? Oh, I think we lost him. <laughs> okay. Nope. So my anyway, that, that's, that's – No, my mic is – There we go. We okay. are limited to context, Jim. That's Are we? what we're limited to. It's context. Yeah. But, 
But but here's the thing: as is everything is context in the situation because if they stole the election, you have to show cause. Why mm-hmm. did they steal the election? And Donald Trump can just simply come out and say, "Well, this is why because I was uncovering their crimes, and here's some of the crimes that I uncovered." Which you can easily bring about evidence of another crime within a court trial. And so this goes back to, for anybody out there who doesn't know what I'm talking about here, you go back to the boards. And the boards are representative of a phenomena that happened between 2017, that's a kind of current date, of uh, the, the 17th letter of the alphabet that we call Q. All right? And people are like, oh, it's a psyop, it's a conspiracy theory. Eh, I completely disagree with that. I think that there's a substantiated amount of evidence to show that whoever that person was that was posting on there has a direct connection to Donald Trump and, and a few other people. Don Jr. was actually talking about this the other day. Um, but it, it says in there is how do you enter evidence legally? Mm-hmm. And so if yeah. you have all this evidence of criminal activity and you don't have a trial, you don't have a DOJ that's going to act upon it, how do you get that evidence into a trial? How do you get that evidence out of the world legally entered on the record? Well, we're seeing it right now in Congress with the uh, House Oversight Committee on Weaponization of Government. And then we're going to see it in the trials of Donald Trump. I'm telling you, wow. this is going to be absolutely yeah. epic. Now, the question is, is with Georgia. Well, it's, but this is the, remember the whole, wasn't Fulton County part of that where they had the the uh, the election boxes came out from underneath the desks or whatever. Weren't, wasn't that Fulton yeah, they, County? They had the suitcases. Yeah, they had the suitcase. Well, so you don't think that's not going to come out? Like seriously? Well, remember the <laughs> the leak of the pipe and they sent everybody home and then continued to count. Ballots? Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they have the oh. footage at like two thirty in the morning. These vans pulling up with that's these in, tubs. That's in Detroit. Oh, that's Detroit. <laughs> well, yes. Okay, this is the part. This is the problem. They're all doing it. <laughs> After they sent everybody home, they went and grabbed suitcases under the desk. Oh, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And they were pulling oh. out the boxes with the ballots and scanning them. Mm-hmm. And they were scanning Josh, some of them two or three times. Josh, I have seen the picture. I have seen the picture of the pre-printed ballots that were printed in Arizona and sent to Georgia for the special election between the two senators. That remember that senator that those two election that, that election of the two senators right after like December thirteenth or whatever it was right after the election, that whole special election thing because it was too close so they had to have a rerun. Remember when uh, Gap Tooth she said, "Oh, we got another five hundred thousand ballots to count." I have seen the pictures of those. I know we know where they came from. I'm looking forward to this because that right there, that evidence alone, I know that's going to be coming out because that was that special election right after the 2020. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming, man. It, it, it it's is, coming. Uh, this is absolutely coming, and mm-hmm. this is going to be epic. The question is, is when is the Fulton County um, trial going to be? When are they going to set the trial? They want it in May. They're trying to push it in six months. So it'll be like a not six not in May. Sorry. Um, yeah, they want it in six months. They want between now and the next six months. That's what so they're trying you, to do. You can hear this. This is uh, this is just nine twenty eight a.m. this morning. Trump announces press conference next week. He'll reveal fraud in the Georgia Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is going to be great. I'm enjoying it. Well, we can talk more about that at the commercial so we can get, uh, we'll get that last segment in so we will talk about... 
Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back with the Dark Delight show. Then on WYSL. <laughs> I've been doing that lately. I don't know why. I'm going to get on the mood. So, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, in the beginning of the show, I was doing the, uh, the little boy who cried wolf. And I was really stumbling all over. I was having a good time with it. It sounded horrible, though. <laughs> it was not a good thing. Um, hey, so is this going to bring in Carrie Daddy, Lake's Daddy, case, too? There's a big old wolf. Is that how you're doing it, Jim? No, no, no. I was like, woof, woof, woof. And then the people come running. What is it? Oh, it's an indictment. Okay, well, let us know when it's something real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Bob played that great. It was a good one. Great outro on that one. Um, so, hey, is this going to bring Kerry Lake stuff in it, too? I mean, what about, uh, you know, Gavin Newsom's uh, last election where he did the Golden State, you know, all that bull stuff? Well, so. you know, the Kerry Lake stuff, listen. Um, I mean, she's like kept Carrie it alive Lake. just long enough. She, she you know, has if you kept think it about alive it. just long enough, but the Kerry Lake stuff does not get involved within Georgia. But here's the key. Is okay. if the Donald Trump's let, – let's say that next year Donald Trump goes to court. It's a week-long trial, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. They hear key witnesses. They see the evidence. It's televised worldwide. And, and, and by the way, the federal um, charges that are on him with Jack Smith, that's probably going to be dropped. I just want everybody to know that. What? And that's not well, – What do you mean they're letting him go, Josh? We have to kill this. We have to hang him. We have to electrocute him. He's, he's hurting us. Well, you know what's going to oh, happen. Sorry. Is they're going to yeah. look at the substantiation of the Georgia election stuff, and they're going to say mm-hmm. this is a much stronger case. It covers the same boundaries, oh. and the First Amendment case they know can be swayed to the Supreme Court, which has a five to four um, uh, dominance by Republicans. And so right. I have a feeling that what they will do is that 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 case could potentially be dropped away. Now here's the thing. When he has this court case next year, right before the Republican primaries, mm-hmm. he's going to get exonerated. It's going to show massive corruption and fraud in the 2020 election. Right. Okay? Then what happens? Let me, let me ask you that. Then what happens? If, if it's shown that Georgia was stolen, and let's say that they show that not only Georgia, but Michigan and Arizona and all these other states were stolen. Okay. But it'll Number show one, who it was stolen by. Right, and it'll show and, who it's stolen by for the public record. Right. Okay? Yeah. When that happens, what begins to happen internally? So now Congress would have to act. Now the Supreme yep. Court could The state legislators would have to act because their electorals yep. would have been in, in uh, question. The Electoral College would have been questioned, right? So everything right. has the to go back. The Electoral College is in question. Every, yeah, everything has to go back, which means that you find that Joe Biden is the president, that he most likely knew about the situation of election fraud, that the Democrats paid and funded for this. George Soros is applicable. But wait, is there an executive order out there that Donald Trump enacted that has been signed into um, recurrence by Joe Biden that is still on the books? That, that you could with confiscate everything for if, election if you uh, mess their election? Yeah. Yeah, foreign interference and domestic interference in elections of where... You get to take somebody's assets and freeze them, and they become yep. property of the United States government. Is I'm pretty sure there is. 
in China, and China's been buying up all that farmland and different companies and ports across our country. Yeah, you can you can buy them, but you're not going to own them when we come after you for election fraud. See, that's where this whole thing. And then all these people who participate in all these things, all of their assets, all their things get confiscated. That's going to be dramatic. Soros. <laughs> George Soros. I thought you guys were buddies. I thought you liked old George. You guys hang out on the weekends anyway. <laughs> or something like that. Some rap concert. Yeah, uh, but yeah. But this is going to be absolutely epic. And think about this. Donald Trump said a week ago, one more indictment and they will seal my election win. So is this the one? This is this is it. This is the one. And what's he come out with today? Oh, the day after the election. Oh, a large, complex, detailed, but irrefutable report on the presidential election fraud, which took place in Georgia, is almost complete and will be presented to me at a major news conference at 11 a.m. on Monday of next week in Bedminster, New Jersey. Based on but where will I be tomorrow? Report, yeah. All charges should be dropped against me and others. There will be a complete exoneration. They never went after those who rigged the election. They only went after those who fought so when I'm at the election integrity event tomorrow and Thursday in Springfield, Missouri with Mike Lindell, how much do you think that's a part of all this? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, well, here, here's my thing, and, and I love Mike Lindell. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have very little faith in the evidence supported by Mike Lindell. I, I just I don't do. I, I'm sorry. He has been – it's been nothing burgers for three years from Mike Lindell. He keeps on having these events that, that show – Stuff that we already know or, or BS information. Um, right. You know, the, the cyber symporium where he had this uh, terabytes of data, that, that was all yep. not real. I, I hope everybody understands it. That that wasn't real. That yep. somebody went out there. It was basically a psyop on Mike Lindell. That somebody right. on the other side, the Democrats, handed Mike Lindell a, terabyte, a, a hard drive with terabytes of data on it and said that this is a le- election data of the packet the captures. CPACs. The, the, yeah, the, 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 the CPAC. The CPAC? Uh, yeah, the CPAC. and so election packet data, right? Yeah. And he had the cyber symposium, he had cybersecurity analysts, offered a $5 million award. Well, one guy came out there who is a cybersecurity, a cybersecurity expert on the exact packet data, who's a conservative, mm-hmm. who believed the election was stolen, came in and said, dude, there's nothing here. Right. What you have here? Well, they did is that, as, that. Yeah, they set Mike Lindell up so he'd, he'd look like he was an idiot. That's right, and yep. he's continued to go forth on that train, not admitting that evidence. So you know, I like my, like. And by the way, I I seen the packet data. I have links to it. Um, the person that was trying to claim that five million dollar reward, um, he has been validated over and over and over again by multiple different people that he is absolutely correct. I've seen the packet datas. This is like New York Mets baseball games, like a whole season worth. Like it, it's, it's ridiculous. But anyways, um, mm-hmm. I like Mike. I think Mike met well. I think Mike spent a lot of money doing this. And so he has to kind of, you know, keep on the, the narrative. But what Donald Trump, I believe, is going to bring forth is most likely with true vote, Right, true to vote, two thousand mules. It's that type of evidence, and potentially right. other evidence. And, and you know what I honestly think they have, Jim? What's that? I think they have whistleblowers. I wonder if they don't have like the internal communications between everybody, where they show what they're actually doing on the backside. Well, that would be would that absolutely sense? epic, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? 
If they came out and just showed where Fulton County's like they're in there and they're typing back and forth to each other, and he's like, "So you want to explain to me uh, what you're talking about here? <laughs> you know, it's like you want to show me the receipts for the you know this this and this. Yeah, that'd be good. I think, and I think, well, and how how did he happen? Let me ask you this question. And we always do this. And we're play, I'm playing the devil's advocate here, but how did he just happen to be able to have this packet of data he's going to present on Monday when these he didn't know exactly when these charges were going to come out. Wink, wink. I'm being facetious here, but he knew when they were coming out and he already had everything to counter it. That's why he's going to come out on Monday, which is the beginning of the news cycle, right? For Monday, don't bring it out on a Wednesday, Thursday. Bring it out on Monday because then we could talk about it all week. I think he's doing a great job. He does it on Monday. That he's bringing it out on Monday. And the reason I say that is uh, maybe this is a a show for another day. My good friend, Laura Lee, she's... um, an astrologer and people are like, oh no, astrology. I'm telling you, they're, they're so true. But she claims that Donald Trump has an astrologer and the new moon is here in a few days, which basically resets this last cycle, which was important Donald Trump, which means right. that the 21st, Monday, getting up to So it's kind of interesting. But, anyways, guys, yeah. I sorry I was late, but Jim Price did so much. Much love, no God bless you guys. You guys all take care. Have a great day with us, guys. See yeah. ya.